everybody. Welcome. Hello. Welcome to however many episodes this is. Eight now? I should know. Of back taste back. <laughs> can't even say it. It's been such a long day. What is it? Oh, it's backstage banter. Yeah. Yeah. Backstage because someone banter. else took our original name idea. Yes. So, um, guess what? Sean and I are in the same room. You might have to lean closer into the mic. I'm not sure. I'm like a local and I live here now. I've been here for like four days. So I'm just like. So Sean is here rehearsing with Cool, me. bro. Let's hop on the one-on-one to get to the 405 and then go down the PCA. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I oh, know you're saying. It's really weird that I'm like looking at you right now. I know. And I keep on watching ourselves in the um, recording because I usually watch ourselves on the Zoom. I know. I do too. Screen. This is very strange. Because I'm. A narcissist. So let's update everybody. You're here in Huntington Beach in Southern California. I flew in Tuesday night. We're doing a little crash course of four days. How we always do. We will find a better plan at some point. Yes, of course we will. But that's what we got now. So we're rehearsing for a gig mm-hmm. in October. A gala in October. Yeah, at your place. Yeah, and where I grew up. Mobile, Mobile. Ballet is turning 35. It's their 35th anniversary. Is so that how old we are, we are almost? It almost, it almost lines up with it us. It almost lines up with us. Oh, could you imagine if it lined up with us? But you have to go back into season and I have a wedding to attend, my own. And so- I was like, to attend. <laughs> it's more, I have a wedding to um be the bride in. <laughs> Being the bride. So this was the only chance we had. These are the only four days. So we did a little crash course. We're doing two different pieces. Yeah. And there will be vlogs of this experience, so we stay have tuned for that. Filmed everything. Yeah. We have filmed and photoed everything yeah. of this adventure. Yeah. But it's successful. It's very successful. Oh, we even went to Disney. So we did. I was like, I was like, okay, Katie, if I'm coming down for these four days, and this has been years in the making. Yeah. We will go to Disney. We we could only we only rehearse for like four hours a day, like half days. Yeah. A lot of those are that's hard. Yeah. Um. We're going to go have a little pick-me-up. Mm-hmm. So we did a whole... It was a long time we were at Disney. We finished out the park until midnight. We finished out until the park closed. It was well worth it. But yeah. we got a good six six hours in or more. More. It was more. And we had quite the experience on one of the rides. But you'll have to watch the vlog to see what that is. I had... <laughs> never before. I never, never have I ever experienced at Disney. And I... Loved every second of it. Because <laughs> Sean's a Disney nerd, as we've learned. Oh, yeah. And I love a churro. <laughs> That's I, he, kept, he kept walking around saying, I just need a churro. I just, just give me a churro. How many did you have? Two? Because they're $5 now. I know they're five bucks. They, I had one too. I, I, they used to yeah. be like 175 Yeah. And I was like, ooh, that's a little steep. And then it was like 275 That's a little steep. Three. I remember they were three and I thought that was a lot. I have not been since they passed three dollars, five. And water bottles are four seventy five. Right, your water bottle was cheaper than the churro. <laughs> I and I was cool. like, this water bottle I can refill at a water fountain. <laughs> so don't want to spend a little more on, like, charge yeah. me more for a Dasani water bottle. Yeah. Than a churro, which takes four bites. Yeah. So anyway, that was fun. Um, but yeah, you'll have to. We don't want to kind of get into it too much because we want you to watch the vlog yeah we have plenty of vlogs for it so that's fine and also i feel visuals are needed yes visuals are needed visuals are better in that situation so we definitely visualized it up yeah 
and our, and dancing and rehearsing. So I'll include footage of that. I'll just yeah, we, we, we filmed our whole thing, which I should vlog right this second. Hold on, we got to vlog right this second. So we have like double. Is that weight. weird that we're vlogging and podcasting together? So we're podcasting okay. and vlogging at the same time. <laughs> we don't but know what to do with ourselves. Now I don't know what to say. Am I talking towards the vlog or am I talking towards the podcast? I don't know. But That's a conundrum. Yeah. If you guys didn't know, because a lot of people don't know we have a podcast. True, I guess. It's little. It's like only... We're start. We're startup. We're it's start only up. like number five over in Norway in the arts department. So it's small. Like we're ranking number five yeah. in another country. Fifteen in the U.S. We're doing great. Small, minor, little podcast. But yeah, it's called Backstage Banter. Check it out. That was a vlog. We did it at the same time. That's cool. We'll see if that stays in the cut. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know <laughs> if you're gonna cut that out or not. But cut it out of the yeah, no, it was. So I guess what we should lightly discuss. This. So I'm here. We're rehearsing. Mm-hmm. It's been going good. It's been great. While I've been here, though, you and Chris are still <laughs> doing four other life changing, three other life changing things yes. at once. Yes. I got to see the new building. Yes, you got to see our new building. So they gave me a tour of the new building. Yeah. Which is going to look great. Yeah. And you said overnight they altered it completely. Oh, it's like uh, now we're getting to the point where stuff's happening really fast. Because when I walked in, I was like, oh, yeah, like, this is, like, happening. It's being, it's definitely a construction site. Yeah. From when I walked in. And you were like, no, yesterday it was like. Yeah. There were some holes in walls, like, the previous day. To me, then, that would have been, like, a demolished site. If that, if, like, <laughs> I saw that construction site and you are like, no, yesterday. And I was like, that's a lot. No, it happens quick. It happens yeah. real quick. And we're super excited. Because now the bathrooms are in. The, you said the, the window seals are now all mm-hmm. worn and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um. Mm-hmm. The floor's been evened out. Yeah, they're, we're putting in the ballet floor soon. Yeah, because the box, I saw the stacks there. Mm-hmm. That's going to be one of the last things because we don't want people to walk all over them and damage them. Yeah, yeah. Of so course, that'll makes be sense. like one of the last things. But yeah, we are moving and grooving. And still looking for a house. Still looking for a house and a wedding. And a wedding and selling a house. And selling a house. So, so you know, which. In this whole four weeks. So not only have I flown in for a. a oh, dry. this is not just a normal four-day crash course with me this is like there's a lot going on come dance with me in the middle of three life-changing events and chris has been like working on the school the new school situation the whole time too so it's like yes it's been a hustle it's been a hustle we're hustling (laughs) we're still well sean said the other day was like the fact that you still have two feet on the ground (laughs) means you guys can walk out a door so you're thriving (laughs) thriving but yeah so check out the vlogs coming soon. Yeah, I just put up a new bar or new class on YouTube that's going up. It's going up tomorrow, but by the time this podcast airs, it will already be up. Oh yeah, yeah. That, so I it's remember. a new intermediate summer themed. That would be my next bar. my new warm up bar. Yeah, it's that's nice good. and chill. Um, but yeah, what that's kind of what's happening here. Sean starts the season on Monday. I start back to work. We start. The, I start the season again with Ballet Met, and it looks like some full days. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are front loading our season. It looks like for rehearsals. So it's. Not only are we rehearsing the ballets for the first rep, but I think we have two or three of the new choreographers coming in to make new ballets. And that's always the an first interesting month. process. Yeah, it's going to be... I don't know if you all know this, but like, if you are regularly swapping between classical and contemporary stuff, your body feels okay with it or whatever. But if it's not the normal go-to, and then you all of a sudden have to swap around. So I think we're going from like socks noodling around mm-hmm. to the next hour like... White shoes, white tutus, like... See, that's really... It's not only tricky, it can be dangerous. 
you just have to condition your body. And I just know that first week of when the new choreographer comes in and we're going to noodle around in socks, mm-hmm. my little hips yeah. are going to say, what are you doing to me? Yeah. Because I'm not a grounded person. I mean, I fall to the ground a lot walking, but I'm not a grounded person. No, you're very, when Sean walks, he's very on his toes. I have short Achilles, Achilles, whatever they're called. Achilles. Yeah, I got, they're tight. My heels can't touch the ground. They're tight. They, but, I mean, you're not a grounded noodler either. No, I'm not. I'm very much, give me the steps and let's go. Right. And I remember like doing slaughter and having to work, go back and forth from points just to heels. Oh yeah, that's really bad too. Heels, you're. It's like, oh, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember my feet be, not being happy with that. So it's actually non-dancers like, don't think about it when you have to switch back and forth from either socks to point shoes or heels to put. It's like very. It's really painful because it's like once your foot's in the shoe, it kind of just it's bound in there. It's bound. Yeah. But the moment you take them out after a couple hours of rehearsing, they, are, they expand and swell. You put them back in, and you're just like, this, this, they're not going back they're in. They're not going back in. And the hard part is going from point shoes to them rehearsing in non-point shoe ballet to then going back to point shoes. Yeah. That's the worst. Yeah. No. So that will be my first few weeks back. It's going to be great. Um, and then we won't touch what we did this four days for two months. No, until like two days before. This is how Sean and I roll. We'll do like two days, two months before a thing, and then we'll touch it day of. This is how we roll. We've done this like 18 times now. I think our Nutcracker one was the, was the most recent worst one. Did we? When, October. Was it October? The first yeah. week of October. So at least it was, oh, it was two months again. Yeah. We do four days, and it was four days it again. Four, that's what I'm saying. This is our thing. Four days, to, and then two months, and then we uh-huh. showed up and did the shows. Uh-huh. God. And it worked out really well. It worked out really great. We yeah. did a safety first version, but you know, what do you do? It was an ice rink, but yeah. they were solid and good. Yeah. Yeah. It was, yeah, two days, four months. So we have some wonderful things that you guys sent in. Are we doing the email stories yeah, or are we doing do email stories? Okay. Too. I think mine are pretty easy to pull up if you want me to find it. Okay. Um, okay. So I want to go back to if you listened last week from Anonymous. Remember how we talked about. The, the woman who wrote in that said her ballet masters had to step into parts. From Norway. Yes. My people. She says, she wrote us back. We're so excited. She says, since you were so curious, the parts that were done were some of the, were the parents in the party, rats and soldiers. They are done by adults in our version. Snow cavaliers and Spanish. Um, we got through all the shows, but not that many left in the end. Anyway, have a lovely day and keep recording. I found that quite, quite good. Yeah, thanks for the update because I did actually want to know which one's this one. This one. Which, by the way, you guys, we have a podcast email now. I'll believe it when I see it. No, my new wonderful assistant, Lexi, shout out. Um, literally in like two seconds did this. I felt really stupid. We really could have done it. And this is pathetic. Uh-huh. It's backstagebanterkm at gmail.com. We'll just write it somewhere. You guys can. Look I should at it. probably double check that. And make sure. Yeah, don't say things. I mean, actually, that goes. We're not the podcast of facts. We're not so the if she gives you facts. the wrong email, that is what it is. <laughs> no, I think that could just be me. Okay. Yes, backstage banter km at gmail So write your stories there because backstage banter at gmail was already taken. So just add the km. Okay. So I have a email story though of a true crime situation, which I really appreciate because I'm a nerd. Um, one of it doesn't say anonymous, so I'll say her name, but mm-hmm. Nikki writes in 
And she goes, my connection with true crime is a man who had done work on my in-law's house in the 1990s, was convicted of abducting and killing two high school girls in the, neighbor, in the neighboring town. I didn't learn about this until I moved into their home and was informed that a murder had been there. We moved out six months later. Do you oh know if someone gosh. dies in a house, you have to be told about it? Really? I didn't when know you purchase? that. When huh. it's I think it's a law. I turned to the camera like it's an audience. <laughs> yeah, we're we're, we're okay, it's really sad. That was I pathetic. I couldn't figure out how to set this up properly without on Zoom. So we're literally on Zoom by ourselves with one In meeting, an office. one meeting going because I couldn't make it work any other way. Anyway, it sounds better this way. You it said. sounds better this way. Yes, but yes, okay. I mean, that's a very close connection. That's a very close connection. Do you have any? Clo- you don't have any close connections. You've still not found any yet. No, I still have not. But yes, no. If someone has died in a residency, it has to be noticed mm-hmm. or notified in any mm-hmm. purchase or sales. Yes, that's really not if you're renting. If you're renting an apartment and someone's killed in it, you don't have to know about it. Wow. Usually, the rent though is a little lower than that unit. So if you have a unit that randomly is cheap, someone probably died in it. Wow. We have a story fail, solo fail story from Julia. Hi, Catherine and Sean. Since the last podcast, both of you reiterated how much you hate solos. See our last episode. I thought I'd send you my most unique fail story that's about a recent solo I did. My studio put on a modern ballet this year and my solo was to a recording of a poem. The director was going to read the poem on one side of the stage while I danced and we rehearsed until we got the timing down perfectly. And our director is one of those amazing women who looks like she acts, looks and acts like she's in her 60s, even though she's going into her late 80s. So during the night show, the person who was supposed to come sell tickets got her time mixed up and she didn't come. So the director had to do it. But she responds allergically to heavy scents and someone in the audience was wearing heavy perfume. However, nothing about her appearance seemed any different than normal, so no one knew she was beginning to have an allergic reaction. I came out from my dance, and she appeared on the stage and began to read the poem. I noticed that her breathing was labored, and she had to stop and cough a few times, so I slowed down. Then halfway through the poem, she stopped speaking completely because a coughing fit had overcome her. She had to leave the stage. Even better, she had stopped right as I was going down into a ponche. (laughs) Oh, dear. My back was to her, so I didn't know... So I didn't know where she was or what happened. So I just had to hold that ponche until the audience, who figured something was awry, started to applaud. I wasn't embarrassed at all. In fact, I got smug because I'd never held a ponche for that long in my life. Then I backed up and looked around trying to figure out what to do. Someone from the wings was about to come on stage to finish reading the poem when our sound guy began to play a recording of the poem. But the recording is of someone else who's speaking and it's twice as fast and I'd only rehearsed with it once. So I did the dance again from the beginning and tried to manage it at double speed. So that is my fail story. That's good. Wait, so she went back to the beginning? Yeah, she says I tried to, I actually didn't mind doing the dance twice because I felt like I got a second chance and could correct some of the other things I'd done wrong the first time. So she'd do it all over again because they couldn't fix the recording. I would have just said I'm moving on and not done any of it. Wow. Right? I'm wow, like, Julia. Well, that that, hold away. that ponche, girl. Hold that ponche. Oh, my god. And your back's to it. She was like, what's happening? Did, has oh has anyone gosh. ever, when you were at City Valley or Miami, did anyone ever go down for something like a health issue like that and you didn't know? Our conductor fainted in the middle of a show. Where? At City Ballet? At City Ballet. It was Maury. You know Maury? Mm-mm. He was like legendary conductor. Um, I'm actually not sure if he's still alive, but he was like one of the two main conductors. And halfway through the show, he just passed out. 
Just went down the car. And so they brought the curtain down, and there was not another conductor in the building or in the vicinity. So Cam, Cameron Grant played the whole, they went back to the beginning, and he, they did the whole thing with piano. It was a wheel to ballet. What ballet? Do you know Even that? Fall, it was a more obscure one. I don't know. Wow. Yeah, they did the rest of the show with piano. We had the principal Mandarin Cinderella go down with a heart condition. <gasps> like, not a heart attack. Or it might have been a minor one, but I think it's listed as something else. But yeah, uh, it was during the ballroom scene, I believe. And he went down, and I think it was Patricia Barker, Cinderella, I believe, was boring back and hit him. And that's how she found out he went down. Oh, no. Curtain came down. And I believe Francie and Kent came out and said, is there a doctor? And there was a doctor in the building. And then there was another principal couple also in the building that was doing something else at the time and they just pulled them and put them on to finish the ballet. Because that happens a lot. Like if somebody can't get through it and there'll be a different yeah. dancer. I mean, we'll talk it. about that. It sounds like we're going to have that discussion have later discussion with, with our guest. Yes. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, it was, I, I believe Stonka went down for his heart issue. Well, and I know too that for one of our legendary principals ruptured Achilles mid-show and had to crawl off the stage. I remember that too. I was doing Midsummer, my favorite ballet in the world. Yeah. Everyone knows they know I love Midsummer, but we yeah. were doing Midsummer, and uh, Ariana alone at PNB was doing Hippolyta, and I think it was opening night, and she did her saute step for that, so the first big like saute shot on, mm-hmm. and it was saute step, something popped her uh, Achilles Ugh. or calf, she tore her calf, and hop, 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 hop went down. And I was in the wing, I think I was doing bottom at the time. Or was I warming up for maybe a divert couple? One of the two. I was in the wings and I she went down and Brittany Reed ripped off her fairy costume so fast. Like no shame in the wing. They literally like stripped down Ariana and gave her, I think Lindsay Deck gave her her sweats, like her warm-ups. And I remember the I remember Stonka was trying to figure out as theseous things to do that because like there was no one doing the fuetes or anything because she was like, no one knew how bad it was at first. Yeah. And once they realized she couldn't, when Brittany stripped down and they stripped that thing off of Ariana so fast, Stonko had created, he was in the wing creating like a whole pantomime to do. Oh no. As Theseus. You know how guys Hippolyta is supposed to come out and like, they're like, oh, will you marry me? It was like yeah. a whole thing. And I could, you could see him, he was like trying to do stuff. And then Brittany surprised him I don't think he knew someone was in the car. And she came out with, because she ripped off her fairy headpiece. Oh my gosh. No armor, whatever. She just like comes on like the, the outfit and just shows up out of nowhere. And Stonko was like, <laughs> and then did the whole thing. And she came on like hair, like with the bun. Cause it was, she, yeah. I was Yikes. just like, like hair must have come out. Oh my gosh. So fast. That's hilarious. I mean, and amazing. Yeah, but like that's, I mean, and then we had one time during square dance. Oh no. Our print, the principal girl, Cowrie, she slipped and smashed her tailbone <gasps> on the ground during oh. the paw. Finished the paw, whatever. And it was her, I think it was, I think it was Ben. I think she was with Ben. It was with Ben Griffiths. And we were, it was a it was a show of square dance, something else in ballet imperial. It was like all balancing. And Carrie Emler 
was doing Valley Imperial, like Principal Girl. So the oh third, my gosh, the hardest role in the, the world. The third ballet of the night, Square Dance was opening it. So mm-hmm. Carrie had like two ballets between. She hadn't yet done her warm up bar or anything. She had her huge ballet imperial tiara on. She was in sweats, and it was the pot. And Calorie goes down. It was like she finished or whatever. They called the PT, and it was like, "Can Boyd come to the side of the stage now, ASAP?" And then we're like, "Oh, is she okay? Is she okay?" We're all there, and then everyone's kind of wondering. And then Carrie's like. Should I go? Should I go put my costume on just to be safe? Should I go put my square dance costume on? Maybe I haven't like. I don't know. And then she like went and put it on. She's like, because like Calories, she was with the PT on the other side. It was the boys' dance next. So the boy was doing so. Ben was doing the boys' dance, and all this was happening, and the girls' dance was about to happen. Carrie was standing inside and realized she was not standing up. And like I was like trying to like crawl back. So he's like, I can do it. And Boyd's like, You're not dancing, you're done. And Carrie's like, wait, I don't see you're in the wing. And all she did was like eight prances, stone cold, yet again ripped off the, <laughs> the tiara. tiara. <laughs> and I, Ariana was beside her and like was like licking her hand, like to put down like her little wispies. And Carrie's like, Am I gonna do I need to do and then all of a sudden Carrie did the girls dance? Stone cold. Oh my god, out of nowhere, finished square dance. Never danced with Ben. And had to go then do freaking ballet. And then she did ballet imperial after she did half a square dance. <laughs> Which is Stone Cold. one of the hardest ballets. Both of them back to back. Oh my gosh. It happened. It happened. I remember Tyler Peck having, I think it was for Samoji, had to go on for Samoji and just was in the next ballet. And there wasn't time to take her headpiece out. So she did do. <laughs> she chose not to <laughs> she rip chose, out her she hair. She kept the headpiece in. And I can't even remember what exactly what it was, but I think I remember her like them just she just standing there and them throwing the costume on her and she just went out with the wrong headpiece. But at that point, it was fine. So I mean, I was what was I? I did Ballet Imperial last. No, Ballet Imperial. I got a, a heads up. Theme and variations. Oh, I got goodness. I got an intermission call. You're doing theme tonight. Yeah. Um, and when I was a PD, it, no, oh, I wasn't terrifying. even. I wasn't even a PD. I was 16 in the core in the school doing it and the core one of the boys did in the middle beforehand and couldn't finish so then Josh Bell did his demi spot from the core and I went into the, that core spot had not gone in for a rehearsal I mean I knew oh it I had never partnered anyone in a tutu in my life <laughs> and in theme and variations and I was the front line boy oh the, good because I was short right and I remember at intermission trying to figure out how to do a double parrot two ponche in a tutu for the first time. never done it. Never have I ever. Oh my gosh. I was, yeah, it's like, and I would, at least I got intermission call saying, yeah, Sean Wilson, you're going on. Like, so I, and I got a heads up a little bit beforehand during that, during in the middle saying, oh, someone's kind of hurting. Just keep an eye out, Sean. Keep an eye out. So I was like, at least stretching, maybe just in case. Mm-hmm. Like just like, oh, maybe I'll put like my warmups on. Yeah. But like then at intermission, I was like, okay. But then also during theme and variations, because of in the middle, that same rep, Leah O'Connor got called on mid theme. We were PDs and as like a PD at PMB, you have to still be in the uh, theater. Professional division. Professional yeah. division, like a trainee. If you're covering a core spot, just in case this happens, which was never happening. This never right. was happening for a long time. And then all of a sudden it happened to a lot of us back to back to back. And we were all joking around. It was like, we saw, I knew Carrie Brunson hurt. She looked like she hurt her foot during in the middle or something, or like mm-hmm. maybe they tweaked it a little bit. And then they were doing Ballet Imperial. Mm. No, theme. It was theme. 
theme. It was theme. Uh, and it, uh, it was uh, all of a sudden the girls are coming out in that boring uh-huh. line. Uh-huh. And right before the girls were boring out, Carrie turned the safe and goes, I'm done. I'm done. And we were all downstairs joking about like, wouldn't it be so like, why are we still here? Like, wouldn't it just be funny if someone got called in to like do it? Like, when would we ever, would it even go on? What right. would happen? And then in the next sentence, literally over the intercom, will Leo Connor please be prepared to go on for theme immediately? And it was like, oh my God. We were all like down in the dressing room. And I remember like, Leah was like painting her face really fast. And one of the other girls like doing her bun in the hair. And she's like, I guess I'm going on for like the next movement. Oh my goodness. That, it yeah. happens. And then Live theater. For Ballet Imperial, it happened again. We, as PDs, we could watch from the audience mm-hmm. if we weren't in the show, mm-hmm. but we were covering. Yeah. And I was like, I'm going to be backstage just in case. Cause I had my theme experience. I was like, this might. Who knows? Yeah. When and it's a rough one like that, you got to be ready. I'm just like, I, yeah, I've learned. I learned never to watch from the audience after that. Uh-huh. But a couple of the girls did. And then all of a sudden it was a girl went down and then they called three tra- like PDs to come backstage ASAP. Fr- they pulled them from the audience during the show because we had to tell them where we were sitting. Uh... So they had like our ticket number to know where we were because we were like in the free PD, like back row seats. Yeah. And it was the ballet mistress going which one of you three can do this spot? Because no one knew, like, no one, there was no one assigned to it. And yeah. then one of the girls was like, I'll do it. It was reversed. And she thought it was the same, but it was not the same. <laughs> not the same. It was like reversed and one back and it was raw. But she did, it, was, it happened, yeah. It happens. It happens. You got thrown in all the time. Oh, City all Ballet. the time. All the time. To where, to the point was, it was just like, put Katie on. She'll be fine. I remember doing Baiser de la Fay rehearsal it had gone the, the pre- principal couple or the court no, 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 couple the court, the court. Or the, the court. The the court. Only girls. and it had gone the previous season so in city ballet if something has gone the previous season and the course pre- or people know it it's like a learn a rehearsal do it rehearsal you're on like it gets maybe two or three to like put it back together we're on but i had not done it and somebody went out and they threw me in there was two rehearsals in the show and halfway through rehearsal, I raised my hand. I was like, Rosemary, I've never done this before. She's like, I know you're Katie. You'll be fine. And I was just like, that happened to me with Ballet Imperial, which we called Piano Concerto, number two. Oh, yeah. Literally got thrown into the core with like a rehearsal. Yeah. I got thrown into a different spot in Ballet Imperial, but I had one rehearsal to swap spots. Yeah. Something happened On stage. in Serenade, too, and I had to switch spots mid-show. I can't remember exactly. Somebody went out. Mid-show. Mid-show. I had to switch spots. Because I was like a girl that didn't do much. And so somebody who did a lot, like it was a Russian girl or something. One of the Russian four girls? One of the Russian four girls went oh, okay. out. And I had to switch because gotcha. I knew it. Um, yeah, it happens. Kaylee got thrown on for swans halfway through second act out of note for the code of like the, they're coming off the chugs, da 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 And then fourth act. Ugh. And it was not her spot. And the bad mistress literally gave her a packet during third act saying, so here's all the layouts of the spacing. Will you learn it? Because you're going to go into the spot that you don't know on fourth act. And she goes, I don't know melancholic dance at all. <laughs> you're like, I don't know what to do. It happens. Do you have any shows like that on Broadway that somebody would get out midway through? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We had, uh, for Phantom, we had a Christine who, after the high note, done. Because the track stopped. Oh, no. So in Phantom, as we all know, the biggest secret on Broadway, it's not a secret, is the main title song of Phantom when they go down to the lair is pre-recorded due to staging. Mm-hmm. 
my friend Kaylee, who does it, is like, I'm paranoid that track will stop. And if it stops, they ha- the mics get turned on and they start singing. Oh, but because okay. in no other song does that Christine hit that E. High e it's yeah. only a C. And you know you're only going to hit some of the – sometimes some of the girls don't always warm up to that high E or above. They just oh. get to the C and they're good because they know that's all they need. Yeah. The tracks don't fail regularly. It's rare. Huh. And, and sometimes the tracks will swap and it'll be someone else singing, like the under, like a, like the wrong cast. Oh no! So it's just a different voice, but That's whatever. Fine. It's yeah, another soprano. Do. Yeah. But this time the track stopped, and I don't. And it was someone who had been around for a while and stuff, but she, I think, just wasn't ready that one show. Mm. And then blew out her vocal cords. <gasps> ruptured. Oh. Tried to pop it up really fast. Out of nowhere, because it was literally just like the ending part of the track. Oh. So I don't even think she had like the main chunk of the song to kind of warm up a little bit higher. Yeah. I mean, she did like whatever, but like that's a, mm. if you don't regularly hit that E, it should be, I, my friend Kay is like, it's a note that every soprano should be able to hit and they can, but like if you don't. If you don't warm up properly. Yeah. It's like doing a cease without warming up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or like why do 32 fuentes out of nowhere? Yeah. You know, but yeah, that, ha- and so then there was a swap. Right after. And then I got swapped in Phantom to the double track version oh. because my other dancer partner, he's so I just, that's an easy thing. Oh, so you do both. Yeah, yeah, it's easy. My friends have done the, they've done a witch switch, the alpha witch switches in, in Wicked oh. when they were the standbys and stuff. How do you get painted in time? They have it down. You can do it like 10 minutes. Oh. It's real. I mean, like bare minimum. 10 minutes. That's why um, for Wicked, the standbys have to be in the theater theater because of that situation. Mm. Or a girl has to be in the theater, either under the standby at Mm. all times. Um, But that's also why the standbys can leave once second act starts and you hear the line, um, the green get greener, when Uh she's in the the wardrobe. Because at that point in the show, Alpha does not leave stage long enough to put makeup on. To swap out. Oh. And there's not enough time to paint a girl at that point on. Because there's no time that she could leave and swap out. So that's when the standby is allowed to leave. Interesting. Because at that point, the curtain would have to come down to finish the show. Oh. And redo. And so. Huh. But yeah, no. I've never seen a witch swap. I really want to. Huh. Um, some, uh, it's happened a lot at like one short day is like the go-to. So they, there's like markers in the show. Oh. Where a good witch swap is. So it would be like after the train scene, uh-huh. they leave and during that quick change for her to get in the black, then all of a sudden a new one comes on. Hmm. Um, witch switch. That's cute. Yeah. I've never, yeah, I want to see one. I've never have. We never had a phantom. At, uh, oh, we had a, I had a phantom swap out at intermission. Mm. Um, it, he just, he thought he could. And then I, I think, yeah, it just didn't happen. Hmm. It was after music of the night. He realized he wouldn't be able to finish. It happens. What are you going to do? Live theater. Was there... Yeah. Those are the only ones I can think of. Hmm. My friend Kyle DiMazzi did not swap out as Fiero when he... His first Fiero show, as he should have. He rammed the lion cub and fell and like (gasps) sprained his ankle. And he's like, it's my first show. I'm I'm an ensemble going on for this. I'm going to do it. And he like just limped through and... Oh, no. But then he was out (laughs) for like a week. He did some vlogs. I remember seeing him do some vlogs for Pippin and stuff. Oh, yeah. But he was a replacement for that. Yeah. I love him. He, him and his husband are so sweet. Oh. And now they have a little girl. 
Really? Oh, she's adorable. Cute. She has cute. these big cheeks, and she just looks like. Oh. And those two with her are so like. Oh my gosh. They're just so precious. Well, he's beautiful. Yeah, so. they both are. They're, mm. they're, there's no option. That baby's going to be pretty. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So. Cute. But anyway, that's a great fail story. But we have another one. Fun story. Hi, Katie and Sean. I've been watching Catherine for years on YouTube and immediately became an avid listener of the podcast. And you asked for stories, and I figured I had a good one. So I'm a trainee with United Ballet Theater. But earlier this year, when I was still in the academy, they pulled a few of us to open the show for a company doing Spanish from Swan Lake with the boys. So, of course, little 16-year-old me partnering with this 23-year-old guy was a little intimidating. We did get to the dress rehearsal. Thank God this didn't happen during the show. And they last minute tell us we are going on and start starting earlier than we were supposed to. So we go on completely cold. And one of the first things we were supposed to do was a double from fifth, one at a time, all the way down the line. The two girls in front of me nail it. And then I go to turn. Wait, who would choreograph that <laughs> and think, you know what's going to be successful for everyone? A double pirouette from fifth. A cannon of double pirouettes from fifth in a straight line. <laughs> Good point. Um, Okay, all the way down the line. The two girls in front of me nail it, and then I go to turn and completely wipe out on my butt backwards in the middle of the stage. Me not knowing how I ended up there and completely dazed, trying to get off the floor while my poor partner is trying to pull me off the floor from my arms when he isn't even supposed to be near me yet. I eventually peel myself off the floor. Then I take it easy the rest of the dance and get off the stage to see my now former teacher waiting for me. She comes up to me and goes, Sarah, are you okay? I responded with yes. And she said, well, good thing you have a butt and walks away, leaving me in shock. That's, That's the reaction to me wiping out. So there you go. Not a, not as funny story, but the comment makes it amazing. Keep doing what you're doing and hope you enjoy. Oh, Sarah, that's brilliant. Oh, I'm sorry good that happened, but that's terrible. It's one thing if, like, you say it about yourself. No, that's terrible. I mean, granted, okay, so you want to talk about falling stories then? Uh-huh. Back where I had danced previously in a school, uh-huh. wherever that name shall be. Yet, who healed shall not be named. Whatever. <laughs> um, at that school, we were doing Nutcracker, and the level seven girls, eight of them were always picked to learn flowers. Mm-hmm. Just, it was a thing. They did, like, the school flower spot, like, the eight flower, the core flowers. And they stopped, like, using them for a while, but they would still have them learn them, mm-hmm. but never really put them in mm-hmm. for a couple of years. Yeah. But then, of course, my little seven year with my best friends, they chose to put them all in on a stage rehearsal for the first time out of oh, nowhere. Oh, no. Out of nowhere. Their first time ever going for four flowers was a stage, stage rehearsal. rehearsal. Never been put in the studio, whatever. And so they're all stressed out because senior core women yeah. were a little um, put off by it. Harsh, aggressive, mean, whatever you want to say. <laughs> Cruel. Multiple um, different options. Yikes. One of the girls fell, and the core girl literally said, well, at least you can fall in the right place. <gasps> uh, that's terrible. And then that's the terrible. and then the schoolgirls never got put back in for the rest of the season for that for Nutcracker. I'm like, why would you put them into one? No, that's terrible. Just one were, they, and they put all of them together. So it was a whole cast of these eight schoolgirls in the core like at like to then suit that's new terrible. neil suit new neil and they literally said at least you can fall in the right place mm. that's a joke we have another one is it a good one uh-huh. i Cru- feel like dance on cruise ships oh yes I, this is the one i really wanted us to talk about <laughs> okay 
So we have this good one. And I read this. And I'm like, this one has to be discussed because it's very intriguing. And I have friends that have done this. Yeah. Um, greetings. Not sure if Catherine and Sean still need crazy performance stories. We always, always. do. Backstage banter, KM at gmail.com. I used to dance on cruise ships. All the staff and crew on ships work very hard to make sure everything is safe and secure for everyone involved. I can only imagine. The safety talks they have to get whatever. Occasional casual performance craziness could include pyrotechnics being shot off towards it says show band, but I don't think that's right. What's a show band? Okay. Um, whatever. Set pieces rolling across the stage due to rockiness and artists falling into the orchestra pit or off the back of a set piece. Two occasions that stand out were. Oh dear. As a featured quote-unquote performer, we used to get a little extra money in our paycheck, which is also known nowadays as hazard pay. Yep. Love hazard pay. We love hazard pay. We'll talk about hazard pay. I had a role where I would forward cartwheel free fall into two partners' arms off a staircase that was two stories high. I would stand on top of the platform as they were about five steps below me on the second platform, bring my arms into an open fifth, and blissfully fly into their arms. They would flip me. Set me down, and we'd run all the way down to the next flight and do it again, followed by a shoulder sit and attitude as my partners walked me back up the stairs for our exit. It wasn't a scary thing to practice in port, but when we were at sea, all of a sudden it became rocky. You never knew when a wave would hit you, and you'd have to compensate out of nowhere, and in heels as well. Thankfully, my partners were amazing. I never had a nasty knock, but it's funny how something could be so comfortable and then at the beginning, and then of course, by the end of the contract, gaining so much anxiety over time, it totally gets in your head. At the beginning of this contract, I dr- all I dreamed was for the role, and towards the end, I dreaded it more than anything. Mm-hmm. Another contract on our ship was permanently listed, which meant the ballast, these are cruise words I don't know, weren't exactly equal which resulted in a little tilt to our ship. It wasn't super noticeable for the guests at sea, but people watching us sail away from port could definitely tell. Again, on slightly rockier days, it would feel like we were either dancing uphill or shenning down a hill. We would look out one side of the theater and see sky and look out the other side and see the sea. Absolutely surreal. And now that I've been quote-unquote beached for over a decade i miss it terribly oh and don't get me started on the pranks we would play i'll save that story for another day ashley wow yeah it's funny you say that too because it's like dancing on a raked stage have you ever danced on a raked stage no i dance in america (laughs) well wicked's raked but anyway only the broadway cast the touring cast cast is black but we dance we did a gala with Joint gala with Paris Opera Ballet on a raked stage. Raked stage, and if anybody doesn't know what a raked stage is, it is on a slant, and they were, they were like that in the olden days to make them look bigger. So everything in the back of the stage is higher than the front of the stage. So you're on a slope. Yeah, so you can be seen wherever you're standing. You're visible. Like nothing I'd ever experienced. To Chennai, uphill, downhill, like Menez, you have to go up the hill, down the hill. Up what did the you hill, dance over there? We did something see. <gasps> yeah. No, that yeah. makes no sense. Yeah. It was what movement did you do horrible. there? We felt like we could not dance. I did fourth. I was in the core. I was baby. So you did da 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 down the hill, jeté down no. the hill. Yeah, and then passe backwards up the hill, and then chené down the hill, and then you're on that diagonal. So half of you are down, and half of you are up, and you're ton doing downhill. It's like the weirdest experience. You feel like you cannot dance. You feel like you have someone else's legs on. Like it's 
so weird. So I can imagine being on the cruise ship where it's constantly changing. I can't even imagine that. But it's weird because I thought cruise ships are so big you're not supposed to be able to feel the ocean. I guess maybe if you're dancing, that's another story. It's like we were talking about in the Disney vlog. See the Disney vlog? The dancers on the barges in Fantasmic. But that's a little, that's a barge the size of a desk. <laughs> that's like true. that's not a cruise ship. Like I'm thinking Titanic size right now. And it's you're true. thinking of like the door that Rose says, get off Jack. Like you're comparing apples. To, like, okay. That's true. The Fantasmic true. barges are the, the door of uh, Titanic. Like, of course you're going to feel the water on that. Yeah. That's why they just kind of stand around. And if anything, you want to be aerial on that rock. Yeah. She sits there. It's great. Right. Um, but yeah, that would be actually that's crazy. Um, and for those of you that don't know what hazard pay is, which did we talk about hazard pay? I think we did. Mm, may not. Mm. You get extra overtime. We talked about overtime. But hazard pay is when you do something like sword fighting, wires, still smother danger, flame. If you're on a platform that is above three feet with no railing, and slaughter was like four inches short, the pl- the stage that sl- you're on in slaughter oh, yeah. is four inches short from hazard pay. I remember us talking about that. We were like, oh, if it was just four inches higher, we could get hazard pay. I wonder if they've made theirs perfectly four inches. Probably. Because I wonder if others. Probably. But like Puck in Midsummer. Yeah, we wires. got his Puck. A bunch Have you ever been on wires? Did you, you did that one? Just the fly up for Puck. Yeah. But we held, we, we don't, we, we weren't wired. We were um, held. But you hold on. So it was like a spider web came down and you like oh. stepped on the bottom loop. Oh. And then you wrapped your arm in, wrapped your arm in. That's like little, you could hold it, but that looks stupid. So you wrapped your arm in, wrapped your arm in, and then you got lifted up that and you way. you lifted up. Because they're full on harnessed. Yeah, no. Our nymphs, we had four nymphs in Sleeping Beauty that were harnessed. And they made sure those nymphs were not the company girls. And they were the PD nymphs out the of nowhere. Ones. Yeah. Because you don't have to pay a PD hazard pay. Oh, that's terrible. And just like the Carabas double that would fly was a PD man. Oh. So it was free. And during the uh during Kent's original R and J, it was all of us in the school were the ones on top. Of course you were. Running across the bridge. Yeah. That's how I met a really good friend. She was the PD. I was in the school doing it. But yeah, it was like very str- like strategic. strategic. I was like, hmm, I don't do much and yet I'm up here. Mm-hmm. The company mm-hmm. peasants are not. Yeah, yeah it, they try to. I mean, it makes sense. You got to save cash because it's like 60 bucks a time. Yeah, it's crazy. But on Broadway, the hazard pay, you do a knee slide. You do. You go down to your knee. Like, it's hazard pay. Yeah. Their hazard pay standard is so much low. You do a lift, hazard pay. Oh, my gosh. Can you imagine for ballet companies, every lift you get hazard right? pay? Yes, please. Well, so there it's not every time you do it. What's the contract? It's not every time. It's like you get it for the week. You get mm. one hazard pay for the week. So my friend is Chistery and Wicked. Yeah. And he only gets like- Who's the head monkey. Yeah. He only gets like 60 bucks extra a week for his hazard pay. But he is climbing up so many different things on little platforms the size of a dinner plate regularly. Yeah. And I'm like, wait. How do you not get more You don't hazard? get hazard pay for every show? He's like, no, I get it for the week. Ugh. I'm like, that's it? That's crazy. But you get them for something so little, like a girl is, an over, is like in an overhead press lift, hazard pay. The boys do knee slides, hazard pay. That's crazy. You know, it's, it's, it's lower standard, but I guess like we get ours per show. They get theirs per That's crazy. Per but anyway, you guys, so Chris will be here next time because this is long enough to make it into two parts. 
So yeah. we'll have Chris on the pod Chris next time. But keep sending in your stories. Watch vlogs. They're coming out soon, including a Disney vlog. with super fun. I loved going to Disney. It was the best pick-me-up needed. After a long day, Yeah. I was exhausted when we were going, but then once we were there, I was like, we're good to go. We're good to go. But anyway, thanks for listening, y'all. We'll Bye. see you next time.